Good morning, goddesses. This is Shannon, and I'm your host, and this is the Goddess Morning Show podcast, where you can tune in every morning for a 20-minute episode to start your day with updates on things that matter to a community of awake and conscious individuals who seek the divine feminine in all we do. We sift through all of the copious amounts of information on the internet to bring you news and information on the things that matter. Tune in to hear about environmental news and book releases, interviews with thought leaders influencing the awakening of humanity, the moon phases, planetary positions, crystals, herbal and holistic health, guidance on green living, just to name a few. Please remember to subscribe and leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to now. Be blessed. Namaste. Good morning. It is January 14th, 2020. And first we'll take a look at the moon and the planets. Today the moon is in Virgo, illuminated at 85% waning crescent phase. And if you missed it, we just had the Saturn and Pluto conjunction. Moving on to environmental news, President Trump is pushing policy forward to end a half-century-old environmental law in order to speed up the construction of infrastructure in the country. This year, it was released that 2019 was the second hottest summer on record just behind 2016, which was ranked number one. In book releases today, there is a new book out called When God Had a Wife, The Fall and Rise of the Sacred Feminine in the Judeo-Christian Tradition by Lynn Picknett. The author states that her book elaborates on archaeological and historical evidence of goddess worship in early Judaism and that Jesus was attempting to restore the feminine side of his faith during his time. Now moving on, a little talk about our crystal of the day. Today I would like to talk about rose quartz. Rose quartz is used for universal love and to restore the trust and harmony in relationships. It is for encouraging unconditional love. It purifies and opens the heart at all levels and to promote self-love friendship, and deep inner healing, as well as feelings of peace. Our herb for today is Lady's Mantle, also known as Alchemala. It is used for topical and internal treatment for wounds, GI complaints, regulation of menstruation, and menstrual cramps. It is an anti-inflammatory and astringent and has been used to strengthen the tone of the uterus in late pregnancy in some cases. Our goddess for the day is Mera. She is an ancient primordial Greek deity thought to be the daughter of Erebus and Nyx, who was the goddess of the night. Her Mera is the goddess of the day in ancient Greek mythology. Now, moving on to our mantra for the day. This mantra is intoned Om Krim Kali Kayi Namaha. And this means I bow my head to the goddess Kali in ancient Sanskrit. I'll repeat that one more time. 
Um krim kali ka yi na ma ha. I'm saying it slowly so we can all catch on. I'll say it one more time. Um krim kali ka yi na ma ha. And again, this means I bow my head to the goddess Kali in ancient Sanskrit. Our oracle of the day comes from the Mystical Shaman Oracle Deck published by Hay House. The card we pulled for today is the circle. The essence of this card is unification, interconnectedness, and a sense of continuum. The circle reminds us we are all one. Dancers in a unified, continuous, inclusive circle. This card reminds us of the cycles of life and the evolving self, ever-changing and always connected. Human, spirit, nature, the cosmos, all intrinsically connected. The invitation reads that when the circle appears, it reminds you that you are connected to everything and everyone, including to spirit. Spirit's essence beats in your heart and inspires you to co-create your world, knowing that you can count, that you have purpose in this world. Imagine even to smile to a stranger can change the course of a life. When the circle invites you to dance in the sacred steps of life, Know that your work, your love, your service brings greater value than you can know. Stay the course. Keep dancing and all will be well. Hey guys, just taking a short break. We'll be right back with you. Stay tuned for part two. Okay, moving on. We are looking at some greener living recommendations. And this comes to us from qualityunearthed.co.uk and the title of the article is how to go green in 2019 an eco-friendly bucket list and i know that this is for 2019 but in case you didn't catch it this is the list i'm going to put out because they have not published a new one for 2020 yet so the first recommendation is choose paperless. When it comes to bills of any kind, opt for the paperless alternative. Most companies that you deal with have a website you can go to and just check to subscribe for electronic bills statements to come to your inbox rather than using paper. Pretty obvious. Okay, the next recommendation is reduce your time in the shower. Cut down on shower time to reduce the amount of water consumption. The third recommendation, of course, is walk, bike, or bus. Use community transportation or walking or biking in order to reduce on emissions. Okay, the next recommendation is switch off. Turn off your electrical items when you aren't using them. The next recommendation is to collect rainwater for your plants. If you live in the city, use a five gallon bucket. If you have some property or land, go ahead and put a barrel out. You know, that's just something simple we can do to reduce the amount of water consumption. Also, the last recommendation for the bucket list is to ditch the dryer. And I know when I lived out in the country, I had a laundry line, 
a clothesline that I could, you know, air dry my clothes. Or if you live in the city and you don't have property, you can do that on, or maybe you have property and you just don't want that. Just use hangers to put your clothes up to dry when you pull them out of the washer. You can hang them on the shower rod in your bathroom. That way they're not out bothering everybody in the household or in your laundry room. And so now I'm going to read to you from bustle.com. These are the five best self-love books of 2019 that will leave you feeling like the goddess you truly are. Number one on their recommendations is What a Time to Be Alone. And this book is written by the author Chidera Egeru. And I'm going to spell her last name because I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. It's E-G-G-E-R-U-E. She wrote What a Time to Be Alone. Number two on the list is Jog On by Bella Mackey. Number three is Too Fat, Too Slutty, Too Loud by Anne Helen Peterson. And the last one on the list is Unfuckology, <laughs> A Field Guide to Living with Guts and Confidence by Amy Alcon. And she spells her name A-L-K-O-N. Okay, so we're going to talk about five daily rituals to live like a goddess. And this comes to us from doyouyoga.com. And it's written by Kirsty Gallagher. And she says, sometimes life can feel like a whirlwind and we find ourselves becoming easily overwhelmed, unbalanced, and feeling like it's all getting a bit out of control. Try these daily rituals to help you live like a goddess and keep in touch with your Shakti energy and inner superpowers. I love that. Check in honestly with how you are feeling. Honestly, as women, we are made to feel, intuit, empathize, and know. Over time, however, we've been taught that a certain emotions are negative, and so sadly, we have learned to shut them off and ignore them and not allow them and ourselves to be heard and expressed. Oh my gosh, this is so true. Truth is that there are no negative emotions at all. And each one of them is teaching us something that's completely useful and relevant to us in that moment. Get back in touch with that deep Shakti power to feel and to know at the start of each day and several times through the day, if you can, stop, pause, and ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? Notice you immediately judge the emotion and then just be with whatever it is that you're feeling. Some days it's joyous, happy, loved, and on other days, it's sad, frustrated, and maybe even angry. Know that it's okay to not be okay sometimes and just honor the place within you that is feeling this emotion. The more you tune into yourself with present moment awareness, no matter what that awareness shows up for you, the more you'll begin to be able to accept and heal the emotions rather than letting them take over and express in some other way as they will do. And oh my gosh, this is so true for me. The second recommendation is take a few moments of silence for you. 
Don't think about anything else. Once you've checked in, take a few moments of silence just for you. Make it a time that you don't have to worry about anyone or anything else, and instead, focus on setting the intention for your day ahead. If you have a meditation practice, now would be the ideal time. Otherwise, for just a few moments, come back to your breath and be yourself. Simply be. I'm kind of summarizing that part for you. That's not exactly word for word what she said, but that's that was the focus of it. Number three is draw a card. She says she loves working with cards. Doreen Virtue's Goddess Guidance are her favorite for working with the Shakti energy. And that's what we just did. We drew the Oracle card from our Mystical Shaman deck. Drawing a card each morning gives gives her a focus point for her day, and she always feels that the cards are completely relevant and often a timely reminder. She goes on a little bit more about that. The fourth recommendation she has is to be in nature. Oh my gosh, I say this all the time. If people would just go outside and be in nature, it is so healing. And these are my words, not hers. But I just want to always say to people, drink water and go outside and walk if you're able. If you're not able to walk, just be out there. Sit out there. Do whatever you can to be outside. It is not that hard to bundle up and be warm and just be in nature. I I feel like every time I go outside and I'm in a park and I walk around, I go over and I put my hand on a big, strong tree. It really just walking on the ground, just feeling the energy of the earth is so healing. And getting outside and walking does amazing things for the body. So I'm totally on board with that. And she went on to describe that more talking about being barefoot for even a few moments in the smallest piece of grass. Notice a huge difference in your energy and connecting to the deep wisdom of the earth. It's so true. She says you can find great inspiration from nature and let go of fear of what is coming next and deeply connect your roots into your own truth. That is so true. Fifth recommendation is to find an anchor. Find something that you can come to in both times of need and happiness. This anchor will hold you in place when everything feels like it's spinning out of control. Ooh, this is so great. She says it could be crystals. She has a crystal for every occasion. Oh my gosh, me too. Or journaling to express and let out your emotions and inner feelings. Oh my gosh, morning pages is an example of what can be an amazing daily anchor point. Ooh, gosh, that's so good. I love this article. It says, don't censor or judge it, just go with the flow. And then she recommends mantras or mudras. Ooh, I'm so with that. We had our mantra just a minute ago, yes. And mudras, moving, that that's really always gonna ground you and anchor you. So she says she'd love to hear from anyone who has examples of the above work that works for you. Oh gosh, I really like this article from doyouyoga.com.
All right, so that wraps up this morning's episode. I hope this has helped someone. And please feel free to comment or leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to. Subscribe and please tune in again. See y'all tomorrow. Have a blessed day.